So you have heard of Vivek Ramaswamy on this program talking about his fight against ESG and how vital it is to get rid of it. Well, Strive uh, Asset Management is Vivek's uh, company, and it has just launched its energy index firm to go up against groups like BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard. They just launched their first ETF known as Exchange Traded Fund. And if you didn't know, it is called Drill, D-R-L-L. That's its uh, its uh, marker on the stock exchange. It is dedicated to investors who are striving for America energy independence, investors just like you. And he has taken the same kind of index from Vanguard and State Street and BlackRock and made it available for you. But the voice behind your stock is drill, drill, drill. Voting in November will help, but you certainly need to do that. But you can be voting now with your dollars by investing them in the process of liberating U.S. energy. Every time you pull up to a gas pump, you know the problem. Let's solve it. Let's take them on. Strivefunds.com slash D-R-L-L. truth we finally know the truth donald trump been building nuclear weapons uh there in mar-a-lago he's got all of the plans the schematics that the russians or the north koreans needed and he was going to sell them sell our nuclear secrets to the highest bidder our enemies which there's a lot of them right now um so i hate to break it to you america but that's what they were looking for, yeah. That and really scary pictures of terrifying clowns. He had those too, and he was going to unleash them. We'll give you all of the very sad, sad details coming up in just a second. So America's story is not done yet, but what time is it? It's coming, (laughs) it's coming. The experiment continues, and with God's blessings, it will continue to do so. But you and I have a part to play in that, and so do our children. Freedom may be won at the tip of a sword, but it will be best maintained and helped by feeding all of our stories into the hearts and minds of our children. Check out the Tuttle Twins' new book, America's History, today. Get it while you can. And I strangely mean that. Um, It's a history book, but more than that, it is a doorway for your children into the world of understanding that they must have if we're to keep the Republic alive. Fantastic offer for you and your kids. It includes an audiobook version and workbooks, 
hurry because it won't last much longer. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You can even preview a free sample tra- chapter uh, so you can see for yourself just why it's needed. It's absolutely crucial right now. Right now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get it today. Whoa. Stu. Stu, 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 Stu. Mm. Now that you know what they were looking for, and not actually verified, uh, I mean, you know, Garland came out yesterday and said he's going to release the information today, um, uh, but he wanted to leave it up to Donald Trump, and everybody, of course, speculating, no, wait, Donald Trump's going to say release that, and he said, go ahead, release it. In fact, I urge you to release it right now, all of it. Um, that was just part of his dastardly plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um, the DOJ released it. Well, they didn't really release it. They more kind of laundered it by leaking it hmm. to the Washington Post. Yeah, we heard over and over again that they never comment on these investigations. Never, Yet never. every piece of information we know about the investigation, other than the one press conference, was leaked to the media. Yeah. Uh, which is shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am very upset. Uh-huh. about this yeah uh i think you know you say maybe that has changed my mind and that's no it has not changed my mind i'm very angry about mm-hmm. this i'm angry that the government did not go in earlier with this dangerous plan by donald right, trump to right i mean they had nuclear secrets yeah he had nuclear secrets they're just gonna wait 18 months for the nuclear secrets how many nuclear weapons has this guy built put on on the property of mar-a-lago yeah you know, this, I don't how know many, what's happening underneath how, Mar-a-Lago? I have no idea. How many has he given to North Korea? I mean, he, he said himself he's good buddies with Kim Jong-un. Good buddies. How many times has he just, has he FedExed this guy in well, a suitcase nuke? He's holding know. out for the highest bidder, you know? Mm. it's. I mean, that's what he's doing. That's he's what we can selling, help. and as, as several experts pointed out, that is something we gave the chair to the Eisenbergs uh, for back in Rosenberg, the 50s. Yeah. Rosenbergs, yeah. Eisenbergs, Rosenbergs, you know, one of the Bergs. All the Bergs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because uh, they did Pittsburgh. go immediately to that. And every time, anytime anyone else says the word treason, you get a you get an alert from every left uh, yeah. left wing source. They yeah, yeah. say how terrible you are. Yeah, because uh, that 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 is uh, that's defined in the Constitution. It requires death penalty, and that's why it's, I think yeah. important to you know to be careful when you're talking about sure, those things. Sure, and yet, well, well, every media source on the left yesterday seemed to go to Rosenberg's immediately. Yeah. Well, which, what happened to that? I Glenn? mean, it's not good enough just to put the guy in jail or to smear him. I think electric chair that seems is the to way to go what they're suggesting well, which is a fascinating turn of events can i tell you something Stu? i've always known it i've always known it always known it you've known it oh i've known it let me tell you the real story here oh. okay wait how do you know the? well i know the real story i've got several sources here several oh. sources okay. so let me just tell you because the story starts as it always does except in joe biden's case it's very important to know in joe biden's case This doesn't apply, but the story always starts as all stories start. Father and son, father and son, Mm -hmm. father just trying to help out his son who might be going in the wayward paths and and finds himself in trouble. And the the father just says, I want to help him out. You know, while the right has been saying, hey, Hunter Biden, uh, you know, his dad's being held hostage, you know, by... uh, by China and everywhere else, 
uh, because of his son's, uh, you know, hooker and crack problem. That that is not even true. It's not even true. Uh, that's why NPR said, you know, we we're not even gonna we're not even gonna run this story because it's not even important if even if it was true. And that's why you know. Brian Stelter for so long said it's a, just a hoax, it's a hoax, it's a hoax. And then soon as management changed and he realized, oh, crap, I might be first on the chopping block, he immediately came and said, oh, you know what? It's not a hoax anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a story of a father and son drunk on power, doing everything they can just to get rich off the backs of the taxpayer, you know. The office of the presidency was nothing more than a banking machine, an ATM machine for them. Well, if it weren't for the press, thank God for the press. Can we just thank God for the press right now? Or whatever Lord you might serve, you know, or they might serve. Thank him for them. Because the press, the CDC, FBI, DOJ, NSA, LGBT, not the Q, but the I, and the two, but sans the plus. If it wasn't for them. What about the A? Uh, no, I, I'm still out. I don't have a source on the A. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, let's so, see. It's good that you're admitting yeah. your limitations. Well, uh, we could all be dead by now. We could all be dead by now in what insiders tell me. And I mean, insiders close to the situation, advisors and former, former friends of Trump and close friends and former coworkers with Melania who were also retired whistleblowers. Um, and because they were retired whistleblowers, even though they don't have any firsthand evidence, they are experts in the field of blowing whistles. And uh, so we asked them uh, for, for some comment, and they gave us comment. They wish to remain anonymous uh, for their own safety. But um, they did tell me that they will come forward later at a later date once they have the book deal uh, secured. Um, but they have said that. We'd all be dead by now, probably from something that would have been known if they hadn't have caught it uh, as uh, mass suicide, uh, as uh, this former president in his dastardly plan just to help the Russians and himself and his son um, were encouraging Americans to inject bleach into their arms. And a lot of Americans were under the spell of this. uh, Well, what experts from the Department of Education now believe is nothing more than a greedy one percenter. Very, very rich, but not really rich. It's probably all a fraud, uh, but is a genius idiot manipulator of people who has uh, has had a uh, master plan going for a very, very long time, which is being led now, according to experts, by him, the Klan, Hitler's long lost Long Island relations, uh, the spray tan industry and known Christian white nationalists Clarence and Ginny Thomas. Um <laughs> And thank goodness we found out about it yesterday. You know what I mean? We just needed that one last piece, mm. uh, which, of course, begins with his wife. I should say air quote wife, Melania, who is, we all know, most likely an illegal immigrant, which is the first and only time we that we're supposed to care about that. Um, but it's uh, she's not actually his wife. Uh, it, that's a beard. Uh, she's his handler. Uh, you know, she's from the former Soviet Union. And and that's mm-hmm. that goes with a long, long, well-documented love that Donald Trump uh, has had for the former Soviet Union uh, and the um, entire right, really. 
I mean, it's never been the really? left that's loved the Soviet no. Union. It's the right no, that it's loves the, right. the Soviet it's Union. It's the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. um, you know, fascists, communists, we, we just we just love it. Anyway, um, you know, everybody thinks, oh, he loves his wife. Actually, have you seen the pictures? Have you seen the pictures, really, of Donald Trump, who he really loves? Remember that one picture of him with, uh, with his daughter in the limousine, like 25 years ago when she was little, sitting right up next to him? Oh, my gosh. Right up next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you need any more than that? Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently, he is a He's actually married to his daughter uh, who were wed in some backwoods, white, southern fried chicken and pineapple pizza parlor wedding. Um, Now, this is according to the Clinton State Department experts uh, there. Uh, They now tell us that these underground rituals. which happen all the time with homegrown white domestic terrorists after they attend their local PTA and teachers meetings. Uh, They groom. And yes, I can say it today. Uh, I can use the word groom. In this case, Twitter has said it's totally fine. Use it. Use (laughs) it as much as you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But apparently these um, white domestic terrorists cover children with pizza sauces Mm -hmm. before each ceremony. And that might sound Mm -hmm. weird to you. Okay. But you'll understand it'll all come snapping back to you. Thank, in just a minute. Thank God you're here to tell the truth. And <laughs> well, it's not me. It's not me. I mean, I thank God for the FDA, you know, the FDA and the FBI and the USDA. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I hadn't known that I was getting 100% grade A beef, I don't know if I'd be able to tell you this story. No, today. you wouldn't. Uh, so anyway, um, they cover these children in pizza sauces before the the sick, twisted marriage ceremony. Which is just nothing but, uh, you know, underage brides and, and, and arranged marriages, which, by the way, sources at CARE say is absolutely okay, except in this case. Anyway, um, Media Matters, as well as Chris Cuomo, uh, told me earlier today that this actually this ritual began years ago before the use of electricity. And as these arranged marriages with underground, you know, and underage white children happen in the basement of these pizza parlors. And back in the day, it was too dark for the groom to even recognize his child bride. Um, They had to have a way to be able to do that. So they would pour pizza sauce all over him. So he'd be able to recognize the bride by the aroma and sometimes intoxicating sense of Canadian bacon and fresh pineapple. Now, Christopher Ray can now confirm today Something that we all knew, but people on the right were like, Joe Biden, what is he doing? He's a he's a child predator. Joe Biden, according to Christopher Ray today, is actually a very high trained expert in the field of uh, these white nationalists and has been working hard unbeknownst to anybody. He didn't even want credit for this. He's been working hard to rescue these children from these arranged marriages by sniffing the heads of the children and whispering into their ears, I smell you and I am your pizza gate to freedom. (laughs) And, uh, well, anyway, I digress. Can we get back to the the president's son and uh, who has been racking up bills, betting on the ponies? Yep. Going the track every day, just betting on the ponies. And he has fallen uh, into arrears, if you will, with some of the most notorious Russian bookers you can imagine. Yes, he has a booker and track problem. And uh, I want you to know that right up front. You might not want to believe it, but he does. So 
this all kind of comes together with Trump's uh, long held love of Russia and uh, and his desire to build the Trump Onion Dome Hotel right there in Red Square in Moscow. But he just needed a price. What is it going to take? What is it going to take? I just want to take Red Square and I want to turn it into a giant hotel. What is it going to take? And he's had meetings to accomplish this, you know, unbeknownst to most people, except for the press. Um, and it, it, it apparently his plans include him eventually laying in state in Lenin's tomb, <laughs> which would become the new lobby for the Trump Hotel, which is I mean, it sounds really. Oh, no, it's good. It's so supposedly luxurious mm. and the best two dead people in a lobby hotel ever, ever built. Mm. There's um, at least two or three of these details you've read so far that I have not seen in the Washington Post. Well, they're going to be leaked later okay. today. Okay, good. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, when his good friend and real boss Vladimir Putin uh, told Trump the price, apparently, according to Pentagon officials who negotiated our ex- uh, exit in Afghanistan, they can now confirm he didn't even negotiate with the dictator. He was like, I'm in. Uh, and he went right to work under the code name. Now, this is going to sound shocking. But it's true. He uses the code name Boris uh, that he took from the old Rocky and Bullwinkle uh, show uh, because all of the Tom Clancy code names for Russian spies were taken by somebody else. And I don't know who. But um, anyway, he began his effort to build a nuclear bomb for the Russians. And they only lacked a schematic and some gifts and other items which could later be kept in a box in Mar-a-Lago or in uh, Melania's unmentionable drawers uh, next to her Hanes underpant can- collection. And uh, and it all started there. She, hmm? Melania wears Hanes? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's well, not... I mean, according to experts. Okay, okay. According to experts, close to the source. Okay, good. Okay. There's more, but I don't think we need to go into it. It just gets, it just gets. Well, you've blown the lid off of this thing. Thank you. And couldn't have done it without the DOJ. I will say that telling of the story is much more reserved and probably closer to the truth than most of the things I've read (laughs) over the past 24 hours. It is crazy what they want us to believe. Back in just a second. Once in a while. It is time to give the place you call home a brand new look. And if you can do it without having to sell a kidney, hey, so much the better. But if you ever bought window treatments before, blind shades, shutters, things like that, you know it breaks the bank, especially if you're doing the whole house. Well, I got good news. Whether you're replacing uh, and buying new window treatments or replacing the ones that you already have, Blinds.com is the way to go. Right now, they're running a 40% off special site-wide, which means that you have access to a ton of amazing options at a much cheaper rate than normal. If you need help selecting uh, what you want, they have design experts that can uh, help you with live consultations, all free. If you need help with measuring or installation, they got you covered. Hidden fees, misleading quotes, no showrooms, retail markups, none of that stuff. None of that stuff. The shipping is always free. Blinds.com. Go there now. 40% site-wide. 40% off site-wide. Get everything now at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10-second station ID. Wow, wow, wow. Oh. This just broke in a statement verified by Facebook fact checkers paid for by a generous donation of the Soros Foundation. Former president morning, uh, this morning just uh, just released this statement. I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those crazy kids and that damn dog. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was trying to figure out what is the accusation because we we haven't really hit it, but the Washington Post released this big story about how the the, the target here were nuclear documents, nuclear documents, uh, nuclear yeah. secrets, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a friend of mine who's a Democrat and you know, but, but generally sensible one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is the actual like, what are they saying he did here? Like, you could totally see a scenario where uh, Trump has, uh, you know, whatever, 12 boxes of documents. There could be thousands of documents mm-hmm, total. Mm-hmm, One mm-hmm. of them is really sensitive that is in there. I don't know. Are they saying he was just irresponsible with a, a big secret document? And he said, well, you know, some people are saying that. He's like, but the far left. Saying he was going to sell them. Are saying he was going to sell the nuclear secrets to Saudi Arabia, and that's how he got the live golf tour events at his at his golf clubs. Mm-hmm. That is that is legitimately what they seem to believe. That Donald well, Trump. Why wouldn't? Why left is that White so House. Cra- Why is that so crazy when you know he's married to his daughter in a secret basement of a pizza parlor? <laughs> I guess why if is you that believe so crazy? that, you'll believe everything else, and that's sort of the way the media works these days but that is really what they're saying they're saying that trump i guess left the white house took nuclear secrets yeah started meeting with the saudis sells them to the saudis and part of the deal to hide this transaction was that he got a brand new golf tour launched to have events at his country clubs that is it seriously isn't that at least as sane if not uh, less sane than your scenario that you just outlined with the pizza oh, party. I, th- I mean, <laughs> I honestly cannot tell the difference between the quote news mm-hmm. and the Babylon Bee. It is honestly like the Babylon Bee. They, you know, they work for the DNC and part time they write the Babylon Bee and Part-time, they're just writing news stories and what Trump is doing. Yeah. And sometimes they get mixed up because it's exactly, they're like, I don't know. It doesn't matter which file just goes Just submit to them who. to both. Yeah. Submit to the Washington Post and to Babylon B and see which one Yeah, I find it, it interesting that uh, the, the DOJ decided to leak the document. They were asking for permission last night. Donald Trump gave it to them. And instead of releasing the documents, they, re- they, they launder it. So I'm wondering... What's really going to be in this warrant? And by the way, nuclear secret. They were only looking for things that would tie Donald Trump to January 6th. That's it. That's it. That's what they were really trying to do. And they they wanted to do that at the same time, just discredit him some more by throwing out more lies after lies after lies. The Glenn Beck Program. <laughs> it... <laughs> Anyway, there's nothing better than a good night's sleep, especially the older you get. When that alarm goes off in the morning, your feet hit the floor and you realize, man, I could actually have the energy to face the day. And you feel great. It's an unbeatable feeling. The reigning champion of providing that for you is Mike Lindell. His MyPillow products have truly revolutionized sleep for many Americans, mine included, and they can do it for you. If you haven't had a chance to check them out yet, you're missing out, and you should change that. My pillow is having a sale on their percal sheets, 
which will keep you cool and comfortable in the summer. It is the queen size that is regular price, 90 bucks. Now, $39.98 when you use the promo code BECK. Very limited supply. They've got them in all sizes. Order now because when they're gone, they're gone. And they come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use the promo code BECK. You'll get deep discounts on MyPillow products all across the line. 800-966-3117. Use the promo code BECK. Great lineup today. Don't miss Bill O'Reilly and Herschel Walker coming up on today's program. Back in just a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. We wanted to get uh, Tom Fitton on. He is the president of Judicial Watch. Um, and, uh, wow, he's got a lot to watch right now. Tom, how are you, sir? Hey, Glenn. Good to be with you. Yeah, thank you. Um, so what have we learned now, uh, besides our government is completely out of control? What have we learned? Well, we've just had further confirmation of it. It took, what, three or four days for the attorney general to tell us nothing about the unprecedented and reckless raid, an abusive raid on President Trump's home. I mean, if this is about a records case, um, we know that the raid is baseless because Judicial Watch has had litigation on these very issues before. And we went, and people may not know this, but uh, Bill Clinton had a recordation of interviews that he kept in his sock drawer and the and the recording uh, recorded him talking to foreign leaders and members of Congress. So you know, the material was necessarily classified and sensitive and government records, right? In the typical sense of the word. And we said, you know, this is the sort of record that should be covered by the Presidential Records Act, right? And the court said, wrong. The president has ultimate discretion as to what to categorize as uh, presidential records versus personal records, and we can't get behind that. So that was the position of the court and the Justice Department, and they've changed their position because why? It's Trump. So, you know, the president has discretion to take records with him, and the Justice Department knows that. So I just want to highlight that all the noise we're hearing about this is noise, which is they wanted an excuse to target and abuse the president again. And that's what they did. And uh, the noise you're hearing about records is is pretextual. So, Tom, let me ask you. They came out yesterday and said, well, we thought we thought maybe he'd have pictures of really scary clowns. But he's got more. He has nuclear secrets. What? 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 How do they expect anyone to believe this? Well, uh, you know, and especially after uh, Garland said, well, we can't tell anyone what's what's behind this. Right. And then they start leaking the smear operation, engaging in a smear operation against Trump. No one really seriously believes it. And, uh, you know, this is why it's urgent that we get the documents. We were first out of the the gate to request that the court unseal these materials. There have been some important first steps. Garland was pressured into agreeing to at least some of the materials being released. Uh, it looks like President Trump is going to sign on to that as well. Uh, but but we need all the facts there. Uh, but, you know, practically speaking, we should take a step back, Len, and look at this as part of a pattern of conduct 
of the FBI and Justice Department targeting political enemies based on policy disputes and their threats politically uh, to the incumbent president in office or, or the interest of the party that's been running the show large, largely at the DOJ, which is a Democratic Party. You know, this isn't necessarily ideological, too. Uh, you know, obviously, there are left wingers over there, uh, but there are a bunch of partisans. The Justice Department is run by Democrats. And I don't say that because I'm a Republican or I'm trying to make a partisan point. It's an objective fact, and let's stop pretending otherwise. So I read a disturbing report today um, that uh, talks about how these uh, American historians have just met with Joe Biden to warn him that we are on the edge of losing the republic. And I'm sure that those historians think it's because of white Christian national extremists, you know, after their PTA meetings or I guess getting nuclear secrets from Donald Trump and building a bomb in Mar-a-Lago. Um, but uh, I think when I read that this morning, I thought that's absolutely true. Most likely not for the reasons they say, but we are at the edge. I mean, we're at the either the end or the beginning of a new chapter of freedom and that one seems a little far-fetched to me. They have all of the all of the levers of power, and they are not afraid to use them. Yeah, they're hurtling towards despotism. That's pretty clear what the administration is doing. And when you see language like that out of the left, what they're trying to do is construct a moral and, and legal and other rationale for uh, targeting their political opposition. When you start telling, uh, when the president starts hearing from leftist historians that these are like the days before the Civil War, well, what is the response to that? Well, maybe we should act like that and start targeting our political opponents accordingly. You know, and for all of the noise and concerns that ju- uh, the Judicial Watch has, I know that you have, Glenn, about the current state of affairs, you know, we're not calling for mass arrests of our political opponents. No. We're asking that prosecutions and the rule of law be applied fairly. And that they follow the rules and at least do a normal investigation. With them, it's we have to arrest hundreds. If you speak out against the election, uh, we consider you to be a potential terrorist. If you speak out about school curriculum, we consider you to be a terrorist. But if you exercise the prerogatives, presidents, since the beginning of time and our history is, have exercised, we're going to raid the, your home. These are dangerous times for our republic, and it's because of that attitude those historians are that story and that 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 narrative that's being pushed with biden and by biden uh that we're in these dangerous times i don't think what's really frightening is this week um when i heard about the uh, raid on mar-a-lago and do we know for sure if they did not show the or did not hand the uh, the um, search warrant over to the attorney. Uh, I've been told that um, they get they did give it to him. Then I heard that they only gave it to him afterwards. I've heard that the, she was told you can see it, but you have to be 10 feet away. It is by law. They must hand you the signed search warrant so you can verify it and look at it. You don't necessarily get all the attachments, but you do get the search warrant. Did they actually serve it to to the attorney at Mar-a-Lago? Well, I'm as confused as you are about the circumstances. I mean, typically, and they're supposed to at least leave it at the pres at at the residence. Um, 
you know, sometimes they give it to you at the beginning. Sometimes they drop it on the floor as they're leaving. Uh, but, Jeez. you know, it depends how professional the FBI decides to be. And remember, there are reports where there were at least three Justice Department attorneys there, which adds to the unusual nature of the attack on the president. So, I mean, I, I do think it's an attack when you're when you're doing something that has no lawful or reasonable basis. Uh, you're, you're engaging in an attack on the civil liberties of the target. So the frightening thing is when I was reading about this, I thought, I don't even know what to do if they would come to my house do i mean atf is now starting to do this uh we have the irs coming at people uh with this with the president they'll do this to a former president they'll do this to anybody what what do you do when somebody comes and has a search warrant do i have the right to say i must see the search warrant before you come in and it's fine if you're going to come in. I just want to make sure it's legal. I want to read the search warrant and see the judge's signature. Well, I'm no lawyer, and I'm not going to be providing you legal advice uh, other than to consult with your lawyer if you have genuine concerns about it. But, you know, cooperation is usually the best remedy, at least initially. Um, and then you figure out what to do after. Unfortunately, the damage is done. But, um Jeez. You know, certainly po- prominent public officials and uh, and and individuals like yourself, um, you know, this is this is what they hope. They hope that people like you are nervous, Glenn. Oh, I'm not nervous. I just want to know. You know, but <laughs> but but you know, the point being, if you're worried or wondering what to do in the case of a raid, that's mission accomplished as far as they're concerned. So, Tom, because their you- goal is to make you nervous. And they make you think, well, what is it I'm doing that might cause them to come after me? Maybe I'll do less of it, yeah. which is, of course, you constrict, restrict your own free speech. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Um, they're no, I know, they're I doing know. it. Um, so, so, Tom, <laughs> what is it that we need to find out? What is it that you guys are focused on that we need to find out that would further this case um, in a place to where y- you have an answer? Well, the basis for the raid is obviously going to be key, and uh, you know, uh, although my caution would be is they're going to they're going to have checked all the boxes to get a judge to to uh, agree to it, and then people are going to argue over whether that was valid or not. From our perspective, we should just recognize uh, that this was all pretextual. The the debate about records is interesting, but almost irrelevant when you recognize that you don't raid the president's home over the issue they're talking about. You do it because you're making a political point. And if that's the case, and I think it is the case, then you say, why is it we have an FBI? What is the Justice Department actually supposed to be doing? Let's cut their funding in half. Mm -hmm. Let's rethink how the FBI operates, generally speaking. Because clearly those two agencies can't be trusted to handle politically sensitive investigations. That's for sure. Tom Fitton, thank you. Thank you for all the work you guys do at Judicial Watch. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. You bet. Judicialwatch.org. Um, I, um, you know, what he just said about maybe we need to cut the, the funding in half, uh, that is going to be called anti-cop. See? They want, they're the ones that want to defund the police. They're the ones that want to do it. no. I don't want to defund them. I want to give them every tool that they possibly need to get the bad guys. 
But until they show us that they understand that the American people are not the bad guys, that bad guys are individuals and not collective, and that they understand that they can't do things on policy, I mean, on policies and and which one is a Republican, which one is a Democrat, we should cut their funding. Now, that's as a last resort. If they would reform and show us that, okay, all right, we're going to fire these people who have done all of these things for the last decade. Now, when it comes to the IRS, cut their damn funding. And I mean to zero. Zero. You don't need that bloated uh, system. Flat tax. Back in a minute. The freedoms that you and I hold so dear come at a cost. Full stop. Millions of Americans have paid that price. Sometimes the cost is ultimate. Men and women we send out in a war and the people who protect us on our streets at home. They playing with their kids, having breakfast in the morning. They go out to protect us in our city and they are gunned down in the streets. We need to take care of those people. We need to take care of their families. Tunnel to Towers Foundation was designed to do just that ever since 9-11. And these people are great. I love this charity. They've been helping out families of our veterans and first responders when the worst happens. Someone doesn't come home or they come home severely injured, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation comes in and makes a difference. They pay the mortgages. They build smart homes for heroes who need them. What they do, in short, is to service those people whom we should be doing honor to the most in society. I'd like to ask you now, and I know times are tough, to donate $11 a month. $11 a month. T2T.org. That's T, the number two T. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. There's some big news on the First Amendment in the Biden administration. Uh, Biden administration officials asked Twitter... To ban Alex Berenson uh, because of his tweets questioning the COVID vaccines. Even as company employees believed I had followed Twitter's rules, internal Twitter, Twitter communications reveal the opposite. In uh, the White House meeting, April 2021, four months before Twitter suspended his account, the company faced one really tough question about, and I'm quoting, why Alex Berenson hasn't been kicked off the platform. The employee recounted a meeting discussion afterwards on Twitter's internal Slack messaging system. The message and others make it clear that top federal officials targeted him specifically, potentially violating his First uh, um, Amendment right to free speech. First Amendment does not apply to companies like Twitter, but companies are acting if they're acting on behalf of the federal government. They can become state actors that must allow free speech and debate just as the government must allow it. Um, as you look at this, this is um, back and forth. 
how was how was the White House meeting? Overall, pretty good. They had one tough question about Alex Berenson, hasn't why he hasn't been kicked off the platform. Otherwise, their questions were pointed but fair, and mercifully we had answers. Look at their their. I mean, mercifully we had answers. Um, any high level takeaways from the meeting? Anything we should keep an eye out for? Thanks for clarifying. And yes, they really wanted to know about Alex Berenson. Um, Andy Slavitt suggested that they had seen data that had showed that he was the epicenter of disinformation that radiated, radiated outwards to the persuadable public. That is Look, pretty damning. It's interesting because we've talked off, often about these big tech companies. First of all, they do seem at the very least, to be initially resistant to doing this. It took them four months to actually ban Alex Berenson after this meeting. Uh, Secondarily, though, we've always talked about how technically uh, it's not a First Amendment violation, these these bans uh, from social media companies. It's it's their company. This is is an argument that um, uh, Megyn Kelly and I had this week. Mm -hmm. She was like, I I don't have a problem with the ESG because these are are regular companies. And I'm like, no, they're not. Mm -hmm. When they're in bed... With the federal government in a private partner, uh, private public partnership, which ESG is, it's game over. Yeah. They're state actors. And this is a great example of how that would work, right? Like Congress has not passed a law to ban Alex Berenson from the platform, but the White House is outwardly suggesting individual Americans are being pulled off of social media. That's way over the line to me. I mean, it's not a a technical violation of the First Amendment, but it is as close as you can possibly get to it. And that is should be completely off limits. Like, it's the type of thing Congress should pass a law to stop the White House from doing that. Because Congress, by the way, is not a co-equal branch, but the Supreme one. The Glenn Beck Program. To uh, either today or tomorrow, I'm going to give you uh, an update on last year when I said you won't recognize your country. Uh, from where we are last year to this summer. Can you mark down? We're going to be doing a Saturday show this week. <laughs> no, today or Monday. Oh, okay. Uh, My Patriot Supply uh, is um, is here to make sure that you have food from everything from gas to food. It has jumped up in price. Um, they're they're not telling you the truth about you know, we don't have any inflation. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And you know it. Please, anything could happen. Anything could happen. Uh, and if there's any kind of disruption with food or, you know, trucking or anything, we're all screwed for at least a little while. Please take this worry off your back. Get prepared. Preparewithglenn.com. Get a four-week emergency food kit for only $50, or sorry, $50 off the regular price. Your food will ship fast and free. It arrives in unmarked boxes. You don't need to tell anybody, and it doesn't make you weird. It makes you my grandmother, honestly, who just did this without the shipping. She just canned. We should have extra food on hand. Preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com.
are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the program. It is Friday, which means we recap the week. Can't wait to hear Bill O'Reilly on the FBI and the warrant that we are now waiting to be released. Don't worry. The Department of Justice said they were going to wait for Donald Trump. Uh, He said, release it. Release it all. Go ahead. Well, they didn't release it. They laundered it through the Washington Post. We're waiting for the official release of that warrant. But apparently, Donald Trump was building nukes in his basement. Or he was planning on selling our nuclear secrets to the highest bidder. Good God, America! Stop it! Stop it! I feel like we just need to take our friends and our family by the shoulders and shake them awake and say, what is wrong with you? Do you actually believe this? More with Bill O'Reilly in 60 seconds. Yes. Uh, Jody writes in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, let me tell you how much uh, I love Relief Factor. Within one week of taking it, my pain and stiffness from arthritis and knee injury were gone. Not only do I feel better during the day, but I also sleep better at night. Thank you. Well, Jody, thank you for writing in. Uh, Jody got her life back. How about you? Are you experiencing pain, so much pain that you're like, I can't do the things I want to do? I can't just do basic things that I really want to do. I can't, I can't, uh, I mean, just can't even go out at night or whatever. Get out of pain. Change your life, please. This is a, uh, uh, not a drug. This is not something that's going to whack you out all day. This is natural, developed by doctors. It hits inflammation four different directions. That's what makes it work. Ibuprofen never worked for me. Never. So when I heard this, I'm like, oh, it's going to release some inflammation. That doesn't happen. No, no, no. This does because it hits your inflammation at four different corners. So if one doesn't work, maybe the other three do. And it works for me. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Mr. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Um, I'm okay, Beck. I'm trying to advance this uh, story. I think it's a uh, incredibly important story for every American. Um, I was looking at the television numbers, you know, the people watching cable news this week. Yeah. Uh, a little spike, but not what you would think. Uh, I know it's vacation time in August in America. We're like France now. Everybody kind of decompresses. But this story has tremendous implications for this country and for every single American, even though most people don't know that. Bill, I am I am uh, saving stories, full stories, and I'm categorizing them because someday I want to write a history of uh, finish uh, finish uh, Churchill's tome. The end of the English speaking peoples, I feel. Um, but I've been trying to put them all together. And lately, I've been thinking this is one of the biggest stories in American history. And this one is. This one is. But- I, I, I concur. Um, but it's not, it's not the way it's being portrayed on television. See, this is, uh, Americans, they're now dividing themselves again. The pro-Trump, the anti-Trump. Okay, that's not what this is all about. 
This is about an administration that has been in office now for a year and a half, and almost every part of the administration has collapsed. The most important part is national security, all right, keeping us safe from Putin, China, um, the jihadists, all of that. That's still in place. But the FBI, their job is to keep us safe here at home. Okay, hang on just a sec, Bill. Let me let me ask you: What do you mean that they've all collapsed? Because I'm getting it. I'm doing okay. All right. Okay. The FBI is collapsing. Would you agree? Uh, It's transforming. It's becoming bigger, scarier, and not what the Department of Justice is supposed to be doing. It's a it's a weapon. But. In the court of public opinion, oh, collapsed. Americans don't trust the FBI. Yep. Would you agree? I agree 100%. So that agency, once the most revered in the country, because of the Biden administration and the Obama administration, both of them, all right, is now destroyed as a force of good in America. That's mm-hmm. number one. Yes. Number two, Department of Homeland Security. Destroyed. Destroyed. We have an open border. Anybody can come across. Anybody. And do whatever they want to do. Department of Transportation is presiding over the collapse of the American airline industry. You see what I mean? Yes. Every single agency. Because there is no one in charge of this country. Joe Biden is not in charge. He is isolated. So the political zealots, the progressive zealots, are running the show out of the White House. And a guy like Pete Buttigieg knows he doesn't have to do anything, nothing, to protect the American consumer from the unbelievable collapse of the transportation industry in America. He doesn't have to do anything. That pressure brought upon him. And when Merrick Garland went out yesterday, and, and Americans could see him on television, a timid, frightened man. You don't think Putin and she took note of that? That man looked petrified. I thought he was going to cry. That's how weak he looked. And then you add to that Christopher Ray last week, not answering a single question, honestly, in front of that Senate committee. This is a disaster. And I don't think most Americans understand this. They're still in their partisan jar. Mm-hmm. We love Trump. We hate Trump. No, this is about the dissolution of your country. The power structure in the country, which was set up to protect you, is evaporating. Because the president cannot run the country. Have you heard that commentary anywhere, Beck? Uh, In my head. Yeah, but not on television news, certainly not in the newspapers, which are desperately, and I mean that word literally, trying to prop up by desperately trying to find a way to prop him up. Oh, oh, inflation isn't so bad. Oh, Oh, his approval rating is up a little bit. It doesn't matter. The fundamental departments in this country at the federal level 
are all in desperate trouble at one time. Usually you have a cleanup somewhere. Now it's across the board. So, Bill. uh, And it's not two sides to the story, Beck. There's not two sides to the story. So what this raid on the Trump compound did was illuminate the destruction that is happening under Biden. Okay, so I think you're right. And the big picture, you're right on. I want the small picture from you first. Um, Tell me, um, A, did the... Is there any chance the president didn't know? And if he didn't know, shouldn't shouldn't he be removed from office just because he's not who's who's doing this without telling the White House? They still insist they didn't know. They found out from the news. Um, OK, hang on. Hang on. Just hang on. Hang on. Just a second. I want to know the what what you think the real I think they were just going after anything January 6th. They're looking for a Hail Mary pass, and they know they can smear him yet again. I think right, that is. That's all speculation, so tell me. Beck. I know. Let's, so let's, tell me let's what. Let's walk through it. Okay. You and I. All right. We're going to go down the Trump raid path. Okay. In a fact-based way. Ron Klain, the chief of staff at the White House, knew exactly what the Justice Department was going to do. Yes. All right. He knew. He did not tell Biden specifically the raid is going to take place on this day at this time. And here are the details about the raid. He did it to give Biden cover. Correct. In case it went south, which you have. So now what is the fact on that? How do we know that? Because I've speculated that, but how do we know that? I know it because I know people working for the administration. Okay. So you have to trust me on this, but I can tell you that is 100% accurate. I believe it. That is how they operate every day. Yes. They don't tell Biden things that Biden might blurt out. Okay? He doesn't know the micro of it. He's not involved at that level at all. Okay. And you, it, it, all you have to do is listen to him when he talks. He doesn't know what's in the inflation bill. He doesn't know. Okay, so when they when they put this together, Christopher Ray is the guy who put it together, uh, apparently. Um, and we now know that Garland approved it. What were they looking for? Somebody told the Justice Department through a grand jury proceeding. There is a grand jury proceeding underway. And the grand jury is, is for, not for the National Archives, for January 6th? No, it's everything. It's everything, okay. It's everything Trump. Okay. All right? So it's, it's in D.C. Somebody told the Justice Department, they brought it to the grand jury, here's what so-and-so told me, and we're never going to know who that person is, by the way, even when they put out the warrant, that's going to be redacted, the name, because that person would be in physical danger. Okay. So somebody dropped a dime and said, Trump has whatever. I don't know. Nobody knows except the grand jury. And those proceedings are secret. With that information, Garland himself approved the request of the warrant. They looked down in Florida. Who can we get? We know we'll sign this without any question and they picked reinhardt 
Okay. And we've documented how he hates Trump. Reinhardt. Yes. So they shot the judge. Reinhardt signed it. Then Ray was told, you get your guys down to Mar-a-Lago and you find whatever you can find. And if it has to do with National Archives, fine. If it has to do with January 6th, all the better. Because we can look and whatever he's got in there, in his basement, in his drawer, whatever, we can seize, which they did. That's how it went down back do you know for a fact, I've got it from the Trump camp one way, can't get a confirmation uh, from uh, anybody else, but I happen to believe the Trump camp, uh, that the warrant, they came on property, his attorney was there or was called, um, they were told to get out of the house, they were not allowed into the house, uh, that the attorney was not given the warrant, she was told to stand back and they showed it to her 10 feet away. And uh, I don't know if they ever were given the warrant until, what, yesterday or the day before. Beck, you have come to the right place. But I am a little disappointed that you did not watch the no-spin news on BillOReilly.com or have... I'm pretending I didn't. Minions. I'm pretending that we I didn't. Had, we had the attorney on. She was on. 15 minutes, drilling by me. What's she saying? Okay. She gets a call in the morning. Her name is Lindsay Halligan. She, she's Trump's personal attorney, not Christina Bob, who works for the Trump PAC. Miss Halligan drives to Mar-a-Lago, the Secret Service, let her get in, and Christine Bob is already there. And the two women go to the FBI and say, please show us the warrant, which the FBI did, but not the sealed portion of it. Which is not unusual. Just the order. Right. Just the order from the judge. Got it. That they can search. Okay. According to Ms. Halligan, there were 30 FBI agents. Right. He and Ms. Bob, again, the two Trump lawyers, asked to be able to go into Mar-a-Lago to observe the search. Which is also not unusual for an attorney to be granted that, Correct. Yes. Yes. Um, it's perfectly legal right. for the FBI to allow a search to be watched by counsel. Correct. Okay. The FBI says, no, you're not allowed in. Don't come in, which was an abuse of power in my opinion. But the two ladies had no power. Right. And, and didn't escalate it. So they had to wait outside. Ms. Halligan taped that conversation. Stand by. I want to pick it up there. Give me one minute. What you're doing today to ensure your children are learning about the history and freedoms of their country. Are you doing anything today? I don't mean what are you planning to do. I mean, are you doing it? Because this nation may not have the time left for us to say, yeah, I'm getting to that. I'm getting that. Your kid's education on this subject is critically important. I want you to check out the Tuttle Twins, their new book, America's History, Strike While the Iron is Hot. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com right now. This is a history from 1215 to 1776, extraordinarily important. It tells the story of America. 
It's not about memorizing names and dates. It's the story, the ideas that changed us. It is crucial that every home has this right now. You can go to the website. They'll show you everything they're including in the offer, including the audiobook version. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds, station ID. So we were at the place where the lawyer is standing outside of uh, Mar-a-Lago and right. the FBI agents come out and she tapes the conversation. What happened? She tapes the conversation. The Trump people have it. I wanted them to give it to me. They want to hold it back, which I understand. Sure. Because if somebody accuses the lawyers or sure. anybody on the Trump property of something, they have a tape. Yep. There is a tape. Okay, so that is in the Trump camp. Not many people know that. But what so are we? But wait. So did you not get what? Did I have to listen to that commercial and sit through that commercial and then not get a payoff to this story? Do you know what's on the so tape? The payoff of this story is this. Yeah. The FBI denied the two Trump lawyers the right to observe the search, and they have a conversation on tape where the FBI says, "No, you can't go into the house." which is an abuse of power, is it not? There's no law that says uh, counsel is to be denied observational capacity. Yeah, it's, so, a, it's a good story, but it, an unsatisfactory is. ending to the story, I'm just saying. Uh, okay, so Bill, so... <laughs> what do you want from me? I got to right. tell you the So truth. wait, wait, I know. So, so now tell me, um, this whole thing, they, the Justice Department, I think, launders this story through the Washington Post Last night, we now know that it was about nuclear secrets. Yeah, but that's all crap. That's all garbage. Again, don't get caught up in that. All right? It doesn't matter what it's about. You could have done it by subpoena. You could have, the FBI and the Justice Department could have subpoenaed whatever they wanted. All right. Trump would have handed it over as he did in June. So then tell me, what is this really all about? Was it a fishing expedition? Was it a smearing of him? If, what 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 is their end goal here? It is, is a gross miscalculation by an incompetent administration that thought by raiding the Trump compound, they were going to turn people against Trump. And that isn't happening because so people don't want an abuse of power by the most powerful law enforcement agency in the country. Now, there's a caveat here. If they find something that's explosive yeah. that they can show to you and me and everybody else, then you have something. Then, yeah. Yeah, you have something. Then they can justify it. All right? But I watched Garland's body language yesterday. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it, in my opinion. Yeah. They're scared to death now. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, so is it me giving them too much credit to think that one of the main pushes here was, A, if we can get something great, but we can't find these extremists that, that belong to Trump. We just can't find them. Uh, so let's create them. Let's just keep poking people with a stick and really go after him. Let's just cut through all this BS. Not um, you, by the way. Now, you're doing a great job interviewing me. You should hold me over, but that's up to you. Yeah. All right. What this, what this 
you cut through this, the only way they can indict Donald Trump is on January 6th charges. They cannot indict him on any kind of document removal at all because of Hillary Clinton. Because they allowed Hillary Clinton to remove 2,000 top secret classified documents and did nothing, you cannot then prosecute anybody for doing the same thing. The only way they get Trump is if there is a piece of paper that shows Trump was in contact and wanted the January 6th riot. Okay. That's it. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. BillOReilly.com. Don't miss his news of the day every day. BillOReilly.com and his book, Killing the Killers. The Glenn Beck Program. Alrighty. We're going to... We've got a packed show. We have have, uh, Herschel Walker coming up in just a minute. Uh, Stand by. Patriot Mobiles. Imagine... Imagine what life would be like if all of a sudden you didn't have a cell phone. That's what it would sound like. Okay, now get off the ledge. Nobody's coming to take away your cell phone yet until we get a little further along the Great Reset. They won't take it. In fact, they'll disband that you actually have it with you all the time. Anyway, um, here's here's another tough thing to imagine. That you don't have to pay so much for it. And with one of the big carriers, you're probably paying way too much money for your cell phone service. And that money is going to pay for things uh, to help out Planned Parenthood or to curb your speech. Get away from these companies, please. We all need to stick together. We all need to hang together. We will hang separately, as Franklin said. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Michael Malice is next. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Michael Malice is with us now. Michael is the author of the Anarchist Handbook. He is also, uh, he came from a country uh, behind the Iron Curtain. Uh, His family lived through it. He knows about it. Uh, And we welcome him now to the Glenn Beck program. Hello, Michael. How are you? Good morning, Glenn. I'm great. Thank you so much. So I... I thought that I hesitate to even say this out loud. I, I thought last year, um, I said last summer, you are not, you think you don't understand your country right now. You won't recognize your country um, from August 2021 to August 2022. You, it will be that dramatic of a change. And Michael, I think we're really kind of at the last call here for this system. What we have transformed to in the last 12 months is astonishing. It is a it is a government completely, clearly out of control. Do you agree with that? Um, 
I'm going to be a little pedantic because you've made me wake up earlier than my usual 11 a.m. <laughs> and I don't know if out of control is the right term because in certain ways they're right. most, most okay. certainly in control. Right? Yes, yes. Um, I, I, I would disagree with you a little bit. And I think you'd agree with my disagreement that this isn't just because of 2021. The lockdowns had already made the government unrecognizable. The idea that you know we're all walking around with masks, that we're oh, not no, no, allowed no. to Wait, leave our homes. Hang on just a second. That, that's why I said last year in August, I said, look at where we've been. Yeah. Do you even recognize your country today? And I said, that much of a difference is going to happen again. And I, I think that's accurate. While it oh, started back then, but this is unrecognizable as the American system of justice or any of it. Yeah, I, it, it's it's the kind of thing where it's almost kind of mystical that electing Donald Trump ripped a hole in reality. And yeah. now the people writing the script don't know where to take the storyline. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing rumors, you know, or, or leaks, at least from the Justice Department on various news outlets, that the reason they had to um, raid Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago home was because of sensitive nuclear documents. Are, are we to believe that like Trump stole the formula for how to build a nuke? And unless they get it back from him, we're not going to be able to build nukes anymore. Or if the concern is that he's going to do something duplicitous with these documents, arguing the alternative, well, then why not raid him with his knowledge? And if he destroys it, so much the better. Uh, if he has some kind of secret nukes documents that we don't want him to sell to who knows who they're thinking he's going to sell it to, let him burn it. Th that would work out best for everybody. So right. I don't buy this story. I don't think you buy this story. Well, I, I don't, don't think most uh, people buy this story. Look, Donald Trump, at, at a, no matter what you say about him, I do believe he loves his children and I do believe he loves America, even if it's because it's a place that helped him get rich and he knows how to you know function in it. I just do not believe that Donald Trump in any way, shape or form would sell something like our, our nuke secrets. First of all, I don't know what secrets we would even have anymore that everybody you can't find on the Internet. Um, but there's right. no way he would do that. And if you <laughs> want to go down that road, let's talk about you, uranium and the Clintons. I mean, I don't want to get into that, but it doesn't make any sense. But well, we could talk about the Clintons. Barbara Olson, who was one of the tragic 9-11 victims, she wrote a book called Final Exit uh, in 2001 about how when the Clintons left the White House in 2000, January 2001, they stole the China and they had to return it. So it's every president, when you're an occupant of the Oval Office, it are, is of the belief that the stuff in there it basically belongs to them and then it becomes a legal issue, what's yours and what's part of the state. Correct. The, the thing is, if this, if this material was so time-sensitive, it's August 2022. Right. He's been out of the Oval Office for 18 months. So the idea that all of a sudden, you know, it's it's some kind of bomb that's about to detonate and we got to get there. First and second, the idea that his attorneys um, would not co cooperate with a lawful subpoena. I mean, they waited till he wasn't there. Uh, they wanted the cameras turned off. If, if, if it was true, what the Justice Department was saying was like, look, this is by the book, stand operating procedure. They certainly know how it looks. And they certainly know you've got this whole population of crazy MAGA people who don't believe anything the government says. You want the film crews there. You want Fox and CNB, CNB, MSNBC and CBS filming saying, look, we're not doing anything unlawful. We're strictly going by the warrant. We're only going for these classified documents. And then that's the only way that people would be like, okay, I believe you. But the fact that they did it under cover of secrecy implies to me that they're trying to hide something. So where do we go from here, Michael? What, 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 what's the end game here? Other I, than I, what I think the end game is, which is not pretty. I hope everyone listening to this 
prays for the continued health of President Trump. He's in his mid-70s. He's heavy. God forbid he suffers a heart attack or, or stroke. No one is – a huge percentage of the population is not going to believe it happened naturally. Yeah. And they're going to think this is some kind of Putin thing uh, that he has done to journalists. And then we're really going to be through the looking glass. I am very concerned because you have a group in Washington whose only move is to double down. And even when things blow up in their face, they just keep doubling down in that authoritarian direction. And at a certain point, it becomes brinksmanship. And that's when things really get scary, as you and I and everyone listening to this can appreciate. I am uh, also afraid that by hook or by crook, um, 350 million people. There are crazy people. And some of them are Democrats. Some of them are independents. Some of them uh, are Republicans. Some of them believe, you know, Pizzagate. Some people believe that, you know, Trump was going to sell the uh, secrets. Um, one person steps out of line. And uh, I think this, with this, you know, new approach to even the irs i don't think this is uh, far from a a police state if they want to if they feel hey we've got to crack down shut it down yeah i think the i think the spirit of joe biden's high school classmate woodrow wilson is mm. very strong <laughs> in the white house today uh they they both are incontinent and incapable of speaking coherently but they both very much uh, were comfortable weaponizing the federal government against their political opponents, even political opponents on their own uh, side of the aisle, ostensibly, such as when Eugene V. Debs, uh, who's the socialist candidate for president, uh, was arrested by Woodrow Wilson and imprisoned. So uh, I think, but at the same time, Glenn, we could look at the other side. This is their last gasp. They know they're on their way out. They know Americans aren't buying their BS anymore. So rather than persuasion, they have to turn to authoritarianism to maintain their hold on power. That's the other counter argument. And I don't, I don't know how, which way this is going to shake out. So what is your advice for the average person? Um, exercise your Second Amendment rights while you can. Uh, do not believe what you uh, see in the corporate press at face value and be very careful who you have political conversations with because there is a large percentage of the population that we saw in the last two years that would trip over themselves to turn you in for a transgression and then they would boast about it on social media. God, that's scary. That's terrifying. That's, America's never had that. Never no, we, we, we've, we've had that in the past. I mean, in, in certain contexts, but uh, had, it's we had it with the Japanese. We had it with. Um, yeah, I, let me say that we've never had that at a good time. <laughs> correct. Yeah. I, I think that's correct. But at the same time, we've never had social media where literally any jerk with a microphone such as myself uh, can make their voice heard and can have a platform in some context as big as the New York Times. And that is a big problem for agencies like the New York Times because th they're living in a 1990s model where they're the only ones who have a voice on the microphone. And now they don't know what to do when lots of people are telling them, screw you, go home and shut up. It's amazing to me the people who are actually anti-police, don't want any police whatsoever, um, and have historically hated the police and hated the DOJ and the FBI, uh, are now the ones that are, are saying, the FBI, how can you possibly say there's a problem with the FBI? 
And the people who have always loved the police and supported the police and the FBI are now the ones saying, wait a minute, uh, police officers are generally good. Do we have a problem with our policing uh, in cities? Yeah. And we should reform these things. But now we're looking at the FBI and we're saying the same thing. This is out of control or this has gone in another direction to play your semantics. You're exactly right. Um, This is out of control and needs to be reined in. And the left is going to make that into see the right is anti-police. It's it's I mean, it makes me want to drink again to be able to to survive. I got to tell you, to go from being a Klansman to your anti-cop, that's a step in the right direction. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, someone's like, you're a complete racist and you believe in genocide. And the next day, it's like, okay, you just don't really approve of the police. It's like, okay, (laughs) I I can work with this. I love that. I love that. Okay. Uh, Michael, thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure, Glenn. Yeah, it's always mine. Thank you. Michael Malice. Back in just a second. Uh, what distinguishes a really, truly great real estate agent from a merely adequate one or worse, a bad one is something that I didn't know. I don't I didn't know. You know, um, it's a little bit like witchcraft, you know, when it comes to selling your house. And and we know that we think it's no big deal because we'll actually just ask one friend. Hey, do you know of a good real estate? Yeah, I, I had one. I really liked them. Um, well, but did they perform in a good market, bad market? What did they do? What, what, how much money do they spend on advertising? Not your house, just their website. How do they get the word out and hi- have that website highly trafficked? So your house is seen by people who are already checking that website, looking for a house like yours. There is a real system, and realestateagentsitrust.com knows that system, and we have gone into uh, uh, real estate recommending real estate agents to you because it's hard, and I want to make sure that you don't have the experience of I've had over and over and over again. So we've put a, a, a way together to be able to interview real estate agents, and really monitor them and see if they're using what we believe are the best practices so you'll have the best experience. And this is a free service to you. All you have to do is go to realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. Tell us if you're buying, selling, or both, where, and we'll get you the names of what we believe are the best agents in your area. Do your own homework, but we've done a lot of it for you first. realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh my gosh. I am so concerned about monkeypox. I I just don't know what to do. Oh my gosh. Well, boy, wonder, it is great that we, your crime-fighting duo, is here to take care of that evil monkeypox. Yesterday, uh, by the way, by the way, just want to remind you, the average person that gets monkeypox has had sex with 10 different individuals. Fine, upstanding individuals, I might add. And it's... 
I, I, I believe the stat is it's not just 10 overall. It's like no, 10 it's, in recent history. Yeah, it's not like, <laughs> right, yeah. well, I had sex in college that one time. No, it's... It's like I can't, I can't really narrow it down all that much <laughs> where it came from. Because uh, I've been very busy right. entertaining myself. So we're on to the uh, monkeypox emergency, of course, of course, at damn Riddler. Uh, but we also uh, have something else very, very exciting. We now can make our own decisions. Yeah. On whether we get a vaccine or not. Yeah. Wow, we are? Yes. Thank you, CDC. Yes, CDC wow. said, you're on your own now. You can make your own decisions. What? We've grown up and been a big boy. You have been. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They might be a little behind the times. We've no. kind of all, we've all <laughs> kind of been there, been there yeah. for a while. Uh, so let me ask you this. Uh, I think it's kind of important to, to ask. Now that the CDC is over uh, with the, with the uh, you know, COVID emergency, did they cancel the actual emergency, the national emergency? Is did they? I don't know about that. And that, oh, yeah, you want to leave that, that in there? Look, or? just you know, everyone, we still need those resources. <laughs> yes, we do. Even though we're on a completely different train now. That's going to be running through your head all day. It At is. least it has been for me. It has been. I just keep walking down the street yeah. just going, monkeypox. And people don't necessarily like that. Monkeypox. Do that when you're <laughs> sitting in a meeting. Just today, everybody's quiet and you're sitting in a big meeting. Monkeypox. Monkeypox. <laughs> uh, you know, by the way, they're voting on that uh, nearly $800 billion package. And everybody cares so deeply about it. They're all coming in from vacation to. Oh, no, uh, no, but they are going to vote by proxy. So the so they'll be they'll phone it in. I mean, mm-hmm. they can take their time on their vacation to phone that in. I mean, it's only eight hundred billion dollars. <laughs> you expect me to come in off vacation to do that? And by the way, the only reason why they can do that is because of covid. Um but COVID just ended. So why are they still voting that way, Stu? Uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing they're doing, which is they can still vote remotely because they're just so worried about the darn COVID. But of course, they constantly meet together with no masks and indoor environments because they know this is a totally BS excuse at this point. But they do really like the idea they don't have to show up to work and can vote from home. So they're trying to keep that in as long as possible. I would like to suggest they all stay home all the time. I agree with this. Actually, I think this, this I don't this, know, maybe it's a good thing. This can, is, can, let them stay yeah. home. This is, I think this is one of my greatest ideas that have gone. Nobody will take it. Nobody will take it. You want to, do you want to protect uh, our government? Continuity of government? Okay, easy. Nobody goes to work in Washington. You can do it all remotely. You can do it all securely from home. You keep your your offices there in mm-hmm. your congre- con- congressional district. You do everything remotely. Um, that that'll help. You know, the K Street. Pff, what are they gonna do? Yeah, they gonna, they're gonna have to go visit everybody else in all fifty states individually. Perfect. Good. 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 So I, you know, it's for their safety. That we keep them in all 50 states. And what do you think about giving them, I don't know, 12 months a year off? You know what I mean? So they can't do any more harm. You mean like it was originally intended? Yeah, I'm all for it. The Glenn Beck Program.
Rough Greens, as rewarding as it is, caring for dogs can be an awful lot of work. You have to be the one to make sure that they stay happy and healthy, and it involves a lot of things that you wouldn't otherwise do. You play with them, you walk them, you feed them, you take them for medical care, you do all the things. They're like members of the family. They're your kids. They really are. Um, I want you to try putting Rough Greens on top of your dog's food. It is a supplement. It has probiotics, minerals, vitamins, antioxidants. Um, I believe the paperwork in Donald Trump's house also was saying that maybe they should put some uranium in this. Really? Uh, yeah. And ship it over to Russia. Oh, no, Just wait. reckless behavior. You know what? Hillary Clinton already did all the oh. uranium stuff. So <laughs> anyway, get a free trial bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. Now all you pay for is shipping. Just go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. It really makes a difference in my dog's lives. Uh, it is lives. Ugh, we've got a new dog. I'm out. The jury's out on this dog. I'm out on this dog. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLENN-33. Call them today. Roughgreens.com slash back. Herschel Walker joins us uh, from the great state of Georgia. Coming up in just a minute. To the Glenn Beck program. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Instead of just moving the chairs around on the deck of the Titanic, what do you say we get some people that want to build lifeboats? You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, it's crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts. I think instead of just going, my guy is really good because he cares about my state and so he could never do it all wrong. I think we should get some new people. Yeah. The ones are like, the ship is sinking. Here's what we could do. One of those guys is running for the Senate in Georgia. As the senators are going in to vote today on that $800 billion bill, the reconciliation. I'm sorry. The inflation reduction bill. Would this guy vote for it? His name is Herschel Walker. He joins me in 60 seconds. It is really easy to ignore some things in life even when you shouldn't. The check engine light? I don't see it. What are you talking about? No. The car's out of warranty. That check engine light, I don't, I, what? I'm just gonna put a little smiley face sticker on there and just keep driving. If you don't want to end up sitting in front of the mechanic shop openly weeping in front of strangers when you find out how much it's going to cost uh, to repair your car and if it was uh, unfortunately some sort of a chip, yeah, the slowdown in China, it's going to be a while. 
good luck with that rental car. All you have to do is make sure you have Car Shield. Car Shield. CarShield.com slash Beck. You can save 10% right now. They take care of the repairs that are all covered. They also make sure that you have a rental car, which it could become very, very important. CarShield.com slash Beck. CarShield.com slash Beck or call 800 391 8888. CarShield.com slash Beck. Welcome to my friend Herschel Walker. How are you, Herschel? Hello there. How are you doing? It's very good. Very good. How are things going? I haven't talked to you in a while. How are things going in uh, Georgia with the campaign? Well, things are going well. You know, they've spent almost $30 million against me, and the race is still almost tied, and I think it's driving them crazy. And I think they don't realize I've been getting around the state, meeting with the people, and the people know what I stand for. That There's a big contrast between he and I, where I believe in lower taxes. He believes in raising everybody's taxes. You just talked about the Inflation uh, Reduction Act, where he believes in high inflation. I believe in low inflation. He, he believes in crippling the American manufacturing. I believe in giving all Georgians and all Americans an opportunity to compete against places like China. And that's why I think it's a big difference. And I don't think this is going to uh, uh, reduce anything. I think it's going to increase. It's going to increase everyone's taxes. It's going to be terrible for America is going to be terrible for Georgia. So you're running against uh, Warnock, who is quite an amazing individual on what he believes. Um, and he's voting for the reconciliation bill uh, today. You- uh, he is. And, you know, he before the bill even came out, he had said a week before the bill, even before they even had a chance to vote, that he looked forward to uh voting for this bill and i'm like you you look forward to raising everybody taxes you're looking forward to making the inflation worse you're looking forward to like crippling american manufacturing it's sort of like you're looking forward to making misery of the people that's supposed to put you in office so he was looking forward to doing this to the people herschel you have been through a lot in your life and anybody who has paid attention to you knows uh that you've been put through the ringer and back out again you've made mistakes you've admitted them you've changed um you are a a remarkable man and a lot of people look up to you and say uh you're a, a role model for their kids let me ask you you have you don't have to do any of this and you're getting into one of the dirtiest nastiest business at one of the worst times why well you know to be honest with you glenn i do have to do it i mean god has given so much to me i have to give back right now i see what they're trying to do to our kids and i want to keep our kids safe i want to keep people safe you see crime on the street they don't seem to want to address it well i will address it you see that there, the board is wide open. I'm going to address those matters. They seem to be uh, just running. They create problems and they run to something else. They're not fixing anything. And I love America. They pretend like America, we have some terrible people, real racist people. Well, I know we got good people and we got people that we have our problems, but we can solve those problems together. They seem to want to just create division by separating you through race, separating you through anything they can. And and, you know, right now they're trying to create who is a woman. Can you believe we're even talking about who is a woman? A man can get pregnant, things like that. And those that's not something we should be worried about. We should be worried about the gas prices. We should be worried about food on the shelf. We should be worried about uh, being uh, superpower. You know, right now they said peace through strength. 
and they're talking about uh, how do you identify within the military, you know, pronouns in the military. We should need to make our military strong, not weak. And I'm one of these people that's going to get in there and I'm going to fight for the Georgia freedom. And the, you know, we're a beacon of freedom here in the United States of America. And they're trying to take it away from us, and I'm going to fight for it. So I am supposed to run because when you see that there's a problem, you got to get in there and solve it. And everyone in America is my family. And I was taught from my parents, when your family is hurting, you got to go in and fix it. Herschel, um, what we saw this week with the FBI uh, and Donald Trump, what are your thoughts on it? You know, I think that was absolutely a disgrace. I think it was a total disgrace, and it made you not trust your FBI. But I must say that, you know, there's many FBI agents that are good people. There's a few that we need to uh, we need to check. They need to be held accountable. And you know, what is so sad about the whole situation uh, is that, you know, they talked about an informant. You remember they talked about the leakers. They talked yeah. about, you know, no one is ever held accountable. It is time for the informant. It's, it's time for the leakers to be transparent. So we know that those people really exist, that they just can't just come in and do things like this, because I can promise you, and I, I think America need to wake up right now. If they can do this to a former president, they're going to do it to you. You know, they, they went it within, uh, what, 24 hours after them doubling the size out of RAS, they do this to uh, a former president. What do you think all those RAS agents are going to do? And I tell you, we, we, have to, we have to get this right. This election come November, we got to get it right. Because if we don't get it right, we may lose all the freedom and liberties we've had in this country if we don't get it right. And that's why I'm, I encourage everyone all the time, and I'm not trying to be a promoter here, but go to TeamHerschel.com. I can promise you I'm going to fight for you. I'm not going to Washington and make friends. I'm going to Washington and fight for this country, to fight for like our military service men and women have done. They give us the freedoms and liberties we have here. TeamHerschel.com. You're... Um your opponent warnock is getting money a lot like liz cheney it's coming from all over the country and it's coming in big dollars they know they have to defeat you and hold on to that seat well they do and, and you know he's trying to buy that buy the seat but he's not you know he's trying to buy the seat and i said i want you know I, he talked about a debate now i've challenged him to a debate now he's talking about something else and he's a chicken he's scared he's running scared and I want to debate him in his own hometown. And I said, Raphael, why not come back to your hometown? Let me debate you there in front of our audience. I don't want to sit in a studio with just two podiums there with, with his uh, left arm campaign asking me questions. I want to sit there with the audience there so they can hear the contrast between the two of us, where I believe in keeping the kids safe. He believe in demonizing the police. I believe in lower taxes. He believe in raising the taxes. You know, I believe men shouldn't be in women's sports. He believe in putting men in women's sports. There's a big contrast between Senator Warnock and myself, and, and I want to expose him of that, but he won't come out front and even let no one see him. So, you know, it is amazing to me the the group of people, and you kind of just touched on this, the group of people that say they care about women and the Republicans don't, or the, you know, unless you're a Democrat, um, you don't care really about women, you don't care about children, um, and yet they're destroying women with what they're doing to women's sports. They're destroying our little girls. Our girls are the ones who are being affected by this all this trans uh, surgery stuff. They are being destroyed right now. Children and women and girls. It's a, it's, 
a little hard to swallow. Yeah, it's, it's very hard to swallow, and you know it makes you angry because they're at the point that's sort of like, don't believe your lying eyes. They do it right before your eyes, and then they pretend like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. I'm doing something to help. Well, they're not. They're doing absolutely nothing to help, just like in this bill. You know, inflation reduction, what do you see that they say help the, the uh, economy here? You know, they haven't helped the economy any in this bill. They're going to tax people. You know, they're going to tax people, and they're talking about taxing the wealthy. It's like, do they not know things trickle down? They don't understand uh, budgeting. They don't understand finance. It's like, who do we have in office that we, we put the wrong people at the table? That's what I continue to say. We got so, the wrong people at the table. It is time to put the right people at the table that's going to do the right thing. Herschel, have you seen a, a, a swing in the uh, black community at all on uh, – because, I mean, under Donald Trump, it was the best ever. Hispanics, black, minorities. Best economy ever by far. And now they're the ones getting hit the hardest, and it's still coming. It's still we're not there yet. It's still coming. Are, well, are, you're 100% go ahead. It, 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 you're one hundred percent correct. It, it's going to come. It's going to hit even worse when this new bill come in. It's going to hit even worse. And and I see, I do see a swing. I see the Black America, Brown America, like America is waking up and seeing what the Democrats are doing. And I, and I think they 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 cannot. They what's funny about them is they cannot win on the issues. So they're going to win by name calling. They're going to win by all these other things, trying to disguise the issues. The issues out there, this economy is totally, they wrecked this economy, and they don't want to talk about it. They Remember, they want to give you a definition of recession by telling you that's not a recession. They don't want to give you that there. They want to give you, define the police, which they find out that was a terrible idea. Right now, our police morale is down. Recruiting is down. Same thing as in our military, you know, morale is down, recruiting is down, only because of this administration right here that they seem to not care. And then they go to something else, and it's like, can they fix one thing before they move to something else and ruin it? You know, we got to put the right people in office that care about this country, that care about this Constitution, that's going to hold people accountable. And I always say, when my father told me no, he meant no. It is time to get some adults in the room that's going to do the right thing. And I, and I asked Senator Warnock to put his big man pants on, come and debate me in Savannah, Georgia, so the people can see who he, exactly who he is. Don't hide in Washington with the Washington elite. Hide behind media. Because, you know, the media is not my friend. But the thing is, I'm going to get out and continue to serve the people because the Democrat Party seemed to want to control the people. The Republican Party seemed to want to uh, serve the people. And I said, that's a big difference there. Herschel Walker. It's always good to talk to you, sir. Um, I wish you the best of luck. How The best way we can help is what? Is to go to teamherschel.com. If you can contribute anything to, to me or if you got people want to do door knocking, phone calls, whatever we can do, it is time to put someone like Herschel Walker in that seat because I'm going to fight for Georgia. I'm going to fight for America with my opponent fight for Joe Biden. And you, you heard her say he's not even going to have Joe Biden campaigning for him. And it was like, yeah, you voted with him 96% of the time. Quit trying to fool us like you don't vote with Joe Biden. You're right there alone with him. Team Herschel. TeamHerschel.com. Herschel, best of luck to you, my friend. Bye-bye. Hey, thank you, my, man. God bless. You, you bet. My best to your family. Um, for thousands and thousands of years, gold and silver have been the gatekeepers to sanity during moments of economic chaos. 
One of those moments is happening right now. I've always said that uh, gold and silver are a hedge against insanity. And I'd stop telling you uh, to buy gold when the Starfield starts rolling the other way. Well, it is not. We are almost at the tipping point here where there is no more, not much more insanity to go. Please, please do your own homework. I'm not asking you to buy anything. I'm asking you to do your own homework. Don't listen to me. Just find out if it is right for you. Powerful nations right now are attacking the dominance of the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency. This is something that has been a rallying cry for me and something I keep saying to all of the people who are leaders in the finance world. And I keep saying we're in trouble and they keep saying, no, we're not, because everybody else's currency is worse. And I would say to them, Stu, correct me if I'm wrong. Every time you've heard me have this conversation with somebody, have I not said to them, you're assuming that nothing will change, that no one will come up with a better system, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they are all like, yeah, well, it's not going to happen. Well, it's happening. It's happening right now. The U.S. dollar is being challenged by Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. They're all joining forces now to create a new reserve currency. Please, please do your homework on Goldline. Goldline is bringing back an extremely rare product that has been sold out for months. It is their historic $5 gold Liberty coin. They sell out immediately. These coins are historic, so they're a little bit more expensive. But these are the ones that I buy, and you can ask them. There's a very good reason why I buy these. Ask them why. Goldline is given a pure half-ounce platinum coin with every roll of 20 of these $5 gold Liberties. That is a $600 retail value absolutely for free. Don't wait. Please call them for the information now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Today's episode of the Glenn Beck Podcast, available now for Blaze TV subscribers, but available tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you download tomorrow's podcast. It is uh, episode 150 of the Glenn Beck Podcast of uh, just the roundtable, me and Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis versus everybody. Uh, And it's a great, great conversation. Okay, so if one is... Ron DeSantis is all hype. Okay. And 10 is Ron DeSantis is such a dynamic candidate. He's going to get into the primary, even if Donald Trump runs, blows him away and, and cruise to the presidency. Well, that's an impossible scale because that's not because well, I, I don't gonna, think he will. I don't think he's going to run if Donald Trump runs. Well, if he thinks he's the better president, maybe he would. Mm, right? No. Or if he thinks it's his time. To be president. If Donald Trump so runs. So you're saying he's not a 10 is what you're telling me. No, you're, I'm what, telling you he is a 10. Breaking news. Go but ahead and record it. <laughs> Glenn Beck says, you know what? DeSantis, not a 10. I think he is a 10, but I do. It's okay be- that he's not a 10. Would you shut up? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just curious yeah. as to what you're saying. You're like, just trying to make problems for me with everybody. <laughs> of course I am. Yes. But no, I am interested like. All right, take Donald Trump out of it. Donald Trump doesn't run. Yes. Let's call it 10. He absolutely runs and he's a 10. He has the right temperament. Mm-hmm. He has the right style. He has the right spine. Um, I think he will bring other people into not 
not necessarily Democrats, you know, hardcore Democrats, but anybody who is disagreeing with everything that's going on, I think he will pull from from everybody, including, you know, the Republicans, but he will get independents and some mm. Democrats as well. There will be a DeSantis uh, Democrat. So let me clarify my my former scale here for a second. I'm not asking you for what your belief is. Is he better than Donald Trump? Right. No. I'm not asking you. I'm asking you, how do you About think the him. American people would react? How do you think the conservative primary yeah. audience would react with Trump in? I think Trump now is a movement. He's a symbol. Polls show that he would that that Trump would blow DeSantis out right now. Correct. Now, the, and I think that started, would continue. No, I think that would continue. Hmm. I really do. Because Trump is not. Trump is a, a symbol. Mm-hmm. And he's also a fighter now DeSantis is as well but I but but Trump is a known quantity of not giving in to anybody so is Ron but only in one state right guy is well known this guy is Donald Trump is he knows now where the bodies are he didn't he went in cold this time he's back and he's pissed I think DeSantis has captured the non-Trump Republican attention for now two years-ish, right? That is very difficult to do, to hold on to something like that for two years. We've seen in that time period, lots of Republicans come and go that were maybe celebrated during COVID and are now gone. Um, So asking him to hold on to that for another four to six years. He will. I think the guy's rock it, I think the like, guy is rock think, solid. Think um, selfishly for a second from the Ron DeSantis perspective. Okay. Think of Chris Christie, two thousand. What was that? Eight or twelve? Chris 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 Christie was he was, was a the guy. Man. He no, was but he the, was the muffin, but man. he was the guy for a time. Yeah. But, and he decided, you know what? Not this time. I'll be ready in four you know years. Chris, and when he came in four okay, years, no right. one wanted to hear from him. Here is the deal. Chris Christie was uh, the the uh, unnamed Republican. Okay. You knew him, you saw him, and you're like, oh, well, he can talk. He can, he, I mean, he seems good. He's willing to take things on, Mm -hmm. right? He takes from the media. He's going to be great. But you didn't know enough about Chris Christie. We know Ron DeSantis now. Conservatives can look at him and go, I know his record. You can look at Donald Trump and say, I know his record. Okay. It's really a style difference, in my opinion. Um, And is Ron DeSantis a movement? No. Donald Trump is a movement. I don't think he would lose the primaries. I mean, if I were running and I thought I was really good, I wouldn't walk into that ring. I really wouldn't. Should you? I just wouldn't. Yeah. Because I think Donald Trump is, uh, he cleans people's clocks and he's a movement today. And I really do think, I mean, he's proven himself to fight for these things. It's early in the day. Sun hasn't even fully risen uh, through the east window yet. You wake up, your alarm with the groan. It's so routine. You don't even notice that you do it anymore. Right there, waiting for you. The moment you open your eyes is your old buddy, Payne. Hello. Yeah, the two of you have been through a lot together. I know. I'd miss you if you were gone. Uh-huh. Maybe it's time to do something about it. Oh, you gonna put me on a vacation? Can I go someplace nice, like an island? Oh, yes. I'd like to send you to an island. But I'd like you to go away forever. What? Relief Factor. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors. It has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of the pain that we deal with. 
could work for you. Three-week quick start developed for you, $19.95 a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them have gone on to order more. That says a ton. ReliefFactor.com. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 1995 three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Don't miss that podcast. It's available now for Blaze TV subscribers. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Hey, I want to play cut eight because it's just so much fun. I mean, who isn't thinking this? Here's a, uh, a therapist uh, that is providing therapy for those in prison. And I'm a licensed professional counselor and sex therapist oh. in Erie, Pennsylvania. Cool. And today I want to talk about minor attracted persons. Uh oh. And Pedophiles? I want to talk about minor attracted persons because Pedophiles? they are probably the most vilified population yeah, of folks pedophiles. in our culture. And most folks are making incorrect assumptions about them without actually knowing much about them. No, and those assumptions create kids. harm for an already marginalized population. The ones who want to have sex with kids. You may have noticed that I'm using the term minor attracted persons. I have. Translation pedophile. to maps. Instead of the more commonly used term pedophile, pedophile sex abuser, and I'm doing child this abuser. because the term pedophile has moved from being a diagnostic label to uh, being a judgmental, hurtful insult that yep, we yep. hurt people. It could be both. I could in order to harm fact, them label or is, slander them. I judge. Do you have sex with children? I also prefer or? person first language that recognizes that any label we might apply to a person is only part of who they are. Oh, amen. Amen. I mean, there's been so many great pedophiles that just yeah. got, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, Thomas Edison, mm-hmm. pedophile. But wait, wait, he was also the wait. guy. Well, I mean, there had to be some in history. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're just. Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. You're not saying specifically. No, Thomas I'm not saying that. You know, sure. There's been or are some great presidents that might, you know, dabble in the in the. uh what is it called? Uh, younger sex attraction. Mm-hmm. You well, know. you think of it this way: there's, there's people How old who was George Washington when he got married. Right? There you go. Yeah, you have people who have sex with children. You have mm-hmm. people who do not have sex with children. There's very fine people on both sides. I think we can all agree that there's some great pedophiles out there. No, and, uh-uh. no, no, hmm. no. I That's mean, they might be fine people if <laughs> you're sorry. not a child. I know why you didn't agree. I, I meant minor attracted persons. Now that I'm saying oh, it that okay. way, doesn't yeah, that yeah, sound yeah. so much better oh, yeah, than pedophile? So much better. Yeah. I mean, this is. <laughs> what are you insane? Oh, I can't believe they're uh, every day. To... I just, I just want to shake people away because I want to draw you. I can't believe they're trying to do this, which they are. I mean, they outwardly no, are trying no. to do this. They're this trying is to not normalize a slippery this. Slope. This is not exactly. I mean, verbatim, <laughs> what we said would happen, right? <laughs> not no. That'd never happen. We'd never do that. Here we are, gang. Here we are. Really disturbing. I, you know, I get, I'm so conflicted by social media sometimes because I think, generally speaking, it's turned our lives into a hellscape. But in addition, it is good that we do hear from people like this in their honest, I'm just talking to my friends way. Oh, no, way. I think it's great. I would, if, this per, if you knew this person in your neighborhood, 
She would not walk up to you and say, by the way, I just want to talk to you about pedophiles and how wonderful they are. That wouldn't happen. And you would know. She would say, I'm going to talk about minor, minor attracted people or maps. Yeah. Or, or maps. maps. I'd like to talk to you about maps. Yeah. No, she wouldn't. Right. When she's no. at your barbecue, she's not blurting that out. She's not going to say that. She knows there are rules to society. But when it comes to social media, people but, don't care about those rules. But look at her. I mean, I don't mean this like, but look at her. But I saying, look at her. You put her back up. She's not invited my barbecue. I know who she is walking a million miles away. It's true. I, I, mean, I, I mean, understand what you're saying there. She doesn't look like necessarily a, a person. She does not look like somebody who's yeah, like, I'm going to hang out at Glenn Beck's like, barbecue. You, I know you. You have a lot of people who you wouldn't say are prototypical Glenn Beck friends that you oh, hang I have, with. I have a ton of people who would look like that, yeah. but they're not the ones that I'm like, you know, in the store, walking around going, is this person going to hate me or love me? I don't know. I, I actually don't agree with you on that. You you have a very diverse set of friends, including a lot of really weirdo artists. Like, <laughs> a lot of your friends mean? are very strange. No, I mean, seriously, like, <laughs> you, you, no, have seriously. Always, you have so, always hung out with musicians and yeah. artists and, and, and people who might look like that. Yeah. Might very well look like that. But, you know, aren't. You know, necessarily sex therapists who believe in pedophilia. And I have people who disagree with me a lot. I mean, if you go into a weirdo friend's artist, yeah. I had all these artists up at my ranch. Now, it was not my event by design. <laughs> was not my event. Mm-hmm. I was just, uh, I was going to be participating in it and I'm lending my ranch out to be the place for it. So all these artists come and, um, you know, they see that my name is on the sheet along with theirs. And I had one artist very, very, very famous in uh, kind of like kind of like the Picasso, I think, in uh, India uh, and very famous in India. He's flying over. He's reading everything. He's like, Glenn Beck. I know that name. Why do I know that name? <laughs> and then he looks up uh, and he's like, he says to somebody, I, I know that. Don't I know that name? Yeah, I think you, you're thinking of the Glenn Beck on TV. I think he's a he's a commentary in America, but he's that, they, he's not an artist. It's not him. And so they get there and they don't know what I look like because they're from India. Right. So they don't know what I look like. Mm-hmm. And then I start teaching on story and I start, you know, doing some things and I'm talking about George Washington and everything else. And they told me later, they looked at each other and went, oh, my God, that is him. <laughs> and uh, oops. And I said in that, I said, we have to start talking to each other and learn each other's story because you can't hate someone whose story you've heard. If you know their story, how they got there, you can't hate. Make the exception of Hitler. (laughs) It's possible. That one, yeah, it's not an absolute. But generally speaking, we don't know each other. And uh, they came. uh, They came to me right before they were leaving, and they told me, "We we freaked out when we realized you're the one." (laughs) And uh, uh, and they said we were so wrong. We're so sorry for that. So I mean, I have a lot of. A lot of friends yeah. like that. Um, you know, they, they somehow or another made it past the radar. I don't know how they got on the ranch, but they did. Uh, yeah. And and look, it's it's one of those things that these these viewpoints, I suppose, have always bubbled under society at some point. Like they're, they're at some level, there were I mean, Nambla was a thing. Yeah. For a while. See, here's here's the difference right now. I don't think the average the average Democrat is like, no, I, you know what? I'm all for maps. I mean, unless you're talking about the folding kind that you can never fold back right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't need it for them. Right. Yeah. So the average Democrat is not that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. The average Republican is clearly not a Nazi. I keep telling you, Nazis are on the left. Mm-hmm. They're socialists. National but anyway, socialists. they're not mm-hmm. they're not people who just hate everybody. Are those people on the fringes? Yes. Some exist. We always had those people. Always. They were all there was always the guy that looked like her, not the guy. Well, could have been that looked like her or looked like the crazy skinhead Nazi guy on your street that actually were skinhead or maps people. And you would be talking to him. You'd you know see him. You'd be like, hey, John, how are you? I'll tell you how I am. You know what? Pedophiles are getting a bad name. And you'd be like, OK, John, talk to you later. Mm-hmm. And you drive on by and you would tell your kids, don't ever go by his house. Honey, don't talk to him. He's crazy. Those people just now can connect and somehow or another they've gotten power from the Democratic Party. And in addition to that, they not only connect, but they see so many other people in their feeds saying things yes. similar to this that they feel it's totally appropriate Correct. to come out and blurt this stuff out Correct. to everybody. And it's like, ah, keep that one on the inside. So voice. Right. So it's no different than it used to be. Maybe, they're well, just it's in, worse. It's getting no, no, worse. Because it, they're in power. And it's causing a feedback effect. You yes. know what I mean, I think like like, for example, there is a lot of people on the left who, you know, believe in maybe a different vision, version of gay rights than many in the audience would would believe in. And, you know, that's kind of been the normal political split for a very long time. But now these groups, people like the person, the sex therapist we just talked about, has grouped all these things in the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. And the plus has got a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> you mean it's, it's nonspecific? Of, it's very nonspecific. And it There's seems not somebody who's like, I'm a plus. So this argument you just heard from her is the same argument you'd hear from a an average Democrat about, I don't know, gay issues or something, yeah. right? Like, oh, you know, like these people are, they get a t- tough time. They don't, we don't believe they have the same you know, rights, and we should change the rules. Wait, 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 wait. wait. But that's the same thing you would hear from a very good preacher that is very conservative. Let us not hate the sinner. What she's saying is, well, you know, they just think differently, and we're just, we're labeling them, and so that we don't really get to know. Okay, great, great. I can get to know you, but I'm still going to call you a pedophile, and uh, I'm going to put you in jail. Now, I might visit you. All the time. Say, how are you doing, John? Well, I'm good, but I don't know. I'm because you were touching little children. That's why, John. That's a freakish thing to do. Yeah. And we say no, no, <laughs> no, no. to that. Bad okay. View. So that's why you're here. But I'm here because no matter how many children you touched, you dirty little freak, I'm supposed to love you and care for you. So I will. You're behind that- bars. But, but absolutely we behind absolutely bars. Care the for you. difference here is, is they're taking that compassion. Yeah. Okay. That is good and right and righteous. And they're twisting it into, and we don't hate the person, but we also kind of love the crime. It's, it's not really a crime, is it? I mean, they just love always wins. Even with eight year olds, love always wins. Mm. No. So let, let, just to illustrate this. It was a proc- it was 2011, 11 mm. years ago, that Born This Way by Lady Gaga came out. Okay? Wow. Which does not seem I mean it seems Wow. Yeah, 11, 11 years. 11 years ago. Now, 11 years ago, the point of this song was to convince us that gay people were born this way. That's basically what the song was about, right? Correct. Now, which 
I mean, again, I don't know that people I'm not need to argue the science right. on it. I just think that makes sense for most for most people. Yeah, but, I, but back in the day, right. back in the old days, it was like a. I, th- I I found it in 2011 to be this sort of like typical Hollywood like celebrity thing that you do that you take something that no one's really arguing with you about and then take this brave stand on it and yeah, it yeah, gives yeah, you yeah. all the kudos. Right, right. But that was 2011. Right. right. So from 2011 to today. We now have the same exact argument being presented for maps, minor attracted persons. She says it in there. She says, you know, like these people can't control it. This is the way they were born. They were born this way to be attracted to minors. See, now uh, Lady Glenn Glenn does a song born this way. You got that organ. You know what I mean? I play, you know, you got an organ down there. Whether you play it or not, you were born that way. And now the people who are telling us you're born that way are saying, no, it doesn't matter how you were born. I will be very disappointed if someone in this audience has not already mocked up a Lady Glenn Glenn for, for Twitter. Please tweet it to me at Studos America. I gotta see that. I think I better jettison before it gets really bad. Mike Lindell started his company with a dream. Thank goodness he did, because the rest of us have been having pretty good dreams ever since as a result. Been telling you for years now what a great product MyPillow is. The MyPillow. One fluff, the head hits the pillow, and it's lights out. I sleep like a log. I used to toss and turn and re-fluff my pillow. I don't know the last time I woke up and had to re-fluff my pillow. I used to do that several times a night. Ready to face your day? Right now, you can go to my pillow. Now, their their uh, sleep pillow is just the tip of the iceberg. Right now, you can get their percal sheets, which will keep you cool and comfortable all summer long. Queen size, regular price ninety uh, ninety bucks eighty nine ninety eight. Now only thirty nine ninety eight if you use the promo code Beck. Very limited supply. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone. Warranty applies. Uh, 10-year warranty and 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com. Hit the radio listener square and use the promo code BECK. You'll find deep discounts by doing that on all MyPillow products. Call 800-966-3117. Use the promo code BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day? Miss a lot. Visit BlazeTV.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Our thoughts and prayers are still with uh, those in Kentucky with the floods. Um, I want to give you some breaking news here. Uh, and I don't mean to make light of it, but it has one of the most confusing, ridiculous sentences ever written by any so-called journalist. Listen to this. Uh, uh, so Salman Rushdie, the author, of course, had a, a fatwa against him long ago, and uh, they've wanted him dead for a very long time uh, in the uh, Islamic extremist sort of community. Um, an Associated Press reporter witnessed a man storm the stage at uh, a speech by Salman Rushdie as he was being introduced. Uh, the 75-year-old author was pushed or fell to the floor. The man was restrained. Uh, and this very bizarre telling, um, it says he was, I, it, it seemed he was being punched or stabbed as he was being introduced. Those are not synonyms. No, not, punched or stabbed. You should pick things. one. And uh, apparently he was stabbed. Yeah, let me pick one. It's stabbed because, yeah. I mean, the pictures are, there's blood all over the stage. So, I mean, punching, I, I don't well, think would, would result in this sort of uh, uh, look. 
we don't know anything. Of course, this is what did you get this from the AP? Yeah. Yeah. Do they need description of the man? A good question. I don't. Yeah. Uh, a man. A man. Okay. Now, how do they know that? How do they know that's a man? How do they know that's, that's a man? Sad. I don't know. Um, but uh, hopefully that is. I mean, hopefully he pulls through. Uh, don't know what he's done to piss off another group of people. Well, it could be the same could group, be right? I mean, he's oh, in and most he, likely is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the, those things don't typically just like. No, it's been renewed and renewed and renewed. I mean, not mm-hmm. even renewed. It's been. Just one active. after another, after another, mm-hmm. after another. They keep issuing them on him mm-hmm. um, because he wrote a book called The Satanic Verses back in what, 90? Yeah, it's been a long time. Long, long time. Uh, but they they don't forget. They don't forget. Uh, September so It came out September 26, 1988. Okay, I hate to end the show on the. Give me a little monkeypox update music. Now, because, why, uh, what does this have well, to do with it? It has nothing to do with it other than I like the song for monkeypox. And, uh, and, and we could say this violence is just as bad of a disease as, as yes, could be. Really, what I want to do is just leave this in. You'll be singing this all weekend. You'll be at maybe at a theater. You'll be out on a date. Hope it's not a first date. And you'll be thinking, monkey pox, monkey pox, monkey pox. I suggest if it's a first date, don't say it out loud. Definitely don't sing it out loud. You know what I'm saying? All right. We will uh, see you on uh, Monday. Thank you so much for listening. We have a huge, huge week uh, lined up for you next week. A news that the others just don't really get or aren't telling. The Glenn Back Program.